The black culture's relationship with LGBTQ or gay marriage is an inherently uh, repressive one. It's basically the elephant in the room that is never talked about, particularly in the black community. When Obama was president, he once tried to impose upon African nations, as you know, homosexuality, gay marriage is highly opposed in Africa, Middle East, and Russia. The industrialized, westernized nations, Europeanized, colonized, English, British, are the nations that are the proponents of it. They are the ones that condone it, that push it. And so... Uh, more ancient civilizations don't. Blacks coming from Africa in our community inherently do not support or praise or celebrate uh, gay pride or lesbianism. Now, the black church has always had gay musicians. I mean, all mu music industry, <clears throat> the arts have always had gay people in them, uh, as well as engineering and the sciences as well, mathematics. Gays have been around since the beginning of time. Who can forget the story of Sodom and Gomorrah? Murderers have been around since the beginning of time. Who can forget the first murder in the Garden of Eden, Cain and Abel? Treachery has been around since the beginning of time. Rape, abuse, thievery. Uh, I think that for some reason we see, feel or see something different about homosexuality, that it is a subject that breaches every other subject more than any other subject and is prioritized as either the most important or the most debaucherous. <clears throat> if you've evolved, you accept gay marriage. If you're a Neanderthal, you stone them. And so uh, these are really interesting positions and contradiction. And for some reason, there is something innately inherent in man that just cannot uh, abide the thought of homosexuality. And as a result of that, you see cultures that seem to embrace it in flat out cultural revolution protests. The Greeks, obviously. And in part, the Romans being a part of the Roman Greco empire are the primary inductors of this type of uh, uh, sexual proclivity. So has there always been these kinds of things going on? Yes, since the beginning of time. Does it make it right because you're born that way? You're born to murder your brother. Does that make murdering right? You're, I mean, there are things by nature, we say by nature, I mean by God's design, we have we designed certain things to go into certain things in an engine to make the engine work. And if the part doesn't fit right in the other part, it doesn't work. And we're trying to force it doesn't make it work. Now, we can rig it and come up with an entirely different part. But the original design is not that way. And all things being equal, the human species, the reason for sex, a part that it gives pleasure is the nature of God's design of it in order to make sure that the species procreate. Well, the animals do it mostly seasonal, not just for sheer pleasure. There are anomalies in the animal kingdom where you see that, but by and large, no, that is done seasonally. They don't have sex on their mind all the time. 
and not watching cow porn magazines or the cow or, or the lizard channel. Uh, so with humans, uh, we have something really interesting in our programming where we can program ourselves to augment, mutate, mutilate, levitate a puppet or gravitate or deviate from any aspect of our programming going against our natural form, which is why you have children having sex with their parents. That's kind of a, against the natural form. You get it? The idea is that we do typically what most things don't do in nature, which is anything we want to do, even against what we know we should do or ought to do or what we are programmed to do by the sheer nature of our parts or our function in society. And as a result of that, there's a lot of things going on ideologically, spiritually, that affect the overall function of our humanity. When we decide we want to throw a wrench in the proverbial will of things and screw it up, there are exceptions, genetic exceptions, psychological exceptions, where we are born with certain things or certain parts. That percentage tends to be an anomaly on the air, anywhere from 0.2 to maybe 1.5 to 2% or 2.5% at the max. For we know that all things being equal, that the species is going to be born straight. A male is going to want a female and a female is going to want a male. But the outliers do exist. Most of which, from my research and study, has been not nature, but nurture. Most of the sexual proclivities occur as a result of the home, either a yearning for father or the abuse of one, or the over mommying of the child. There are several instances where it's even been a result of early abuse or molester, where the one molested now grows to become the molester, or the one that was abused now grows up to abuse. So you have those areas of psychosis that affect the sexual trajectory of our men and women when it comes to homosexuality. And so that being said, uh, in our community as African-Americans, we tend not to gravitate towards a um, right flat out um, quarantine of a person of that nature. We think our church is open to everyone to come in, but we do not compromise our spiritual beliefs or message because of someone's proclivity. We don't stop preaching against drunkenness because somebody likes alcohol and has a natural propensity to drink it. We don't stop preaching against lying because someone just seems to be pathological and can't help themselves. We don't stop preaching against polygamists because somebody wants more than one. Or someone that likes to sleep around because they're horny as a horn dog because they can't keep their libido in check. We teach moderation. We teach things to be mitigated. We teach things to be under control. And in some cases, in many cases, most cases, avoid it. That you just have to pray and get over it. Not that well, get over it. What does that mean? Does it mean you're going to stop feeling something? I don't know any drunk that doesn't stop feeling like they want to drink. That's why they go to AA. They keep it under control. I don't know many people that have a high libido that think that just because many women think it's because the man is looking at another woman, they don't love her. He just has a high libido, but he recognizes it does not serve his interest in a relationship to be feeding that high libido. There are people that are angry that will take your head off at a drop of a hat. I often feel that way myself, but you have to control that anger. 
so that it doesn't turn into rage. There's other people who don't control it and they do whatever they want to do. When it comes to sexuality, they become very promiscuous when they don't mitigate, control, regulate their sexual desires. So just because you have it doesn't mean you go out and do what anything and everything you want to do with it. It's not a justification because you feel it. You might want to look at what's the best for you morally, if you have any morals. And in the black community, we tend to base our morals on our spiritual beliefs. That happens not to be Buddha, Hindu, and yoga. 99.9% of us believe in a Bible, like a Jew, the Torah, the gospel of Jesus Christ, Father Abraham, from Genesis to Revelation, from the, for the Jew, from Genesis to Malachi. But do you understand what I'm saying? We have a faith, just like the Muslims have a faith, and they have the Quran. The Mormons have a faith. It's the Book of Mormon. The Buddhists have whatever they have, and the Veda, Zeta, Geta, whatever, have their Eastern mysticism writings from their gurus. But for some reason, they don't seem to respect that that's our faith. So you might have a tendency to want to do something. You might have a tendency to want to have it your way. That's a McDonald's slogan back in the day. But at some point, you make a decision that if you're going to live in America, you abide by its rules. If you come to California, they have rules, sanctuary city rules, all kinds of rules, cop rules. Sex rules, marriage rules, business rules. If you don't like it, you go to Texas where they have different rules. You go into a club, they have a different rule. You go into any kind of business, they have a different rule. Restaurants have a different rule. Why do many of you not understand that God has rules? For some reason, God's not allowed to have rules. You have rules. God has rules. And well, which God? Well, I'm black, so we believe in the Bible. My people, our tribe, our culture believes in the Bible. So there's certain things we don't do. There's people that have all kinds of relationships with children, even. Adult boy love clubs with children out here in California. Some people call that pedophilia. Others just boy father love or whatever they call it. Some weird organization. I forget the name of it. But the point is my view. Well, I have a view on a lot of things, but I gave up my view when I became a slave to Christ. I gave up my view. Like when you go into the military and you go to basic training, you got to give up a lot of what you want to do. You do it their way or no way or you're out of the way. Or you're in the way and they'll kick you out of the way. The idea is I am a man of faith. My people tend to believe in the Bible. We follow that pattern. Sorry, Mr. White. Man, we're not you. We're not an atheist, agnostic, um, higher learning, higher power, energy believer. That's you. That's your faith, not mine. But as a black man, my faith is in the Bible. So I believe there's certain things that we shouldn't do, not because of me, but because God says it. And you shouldn't have a problem with God saying it because you follow things that other men say. I choose what God says. You choose what somebody in the Congress has said, some Supreme Court justice or some uh, female congressman or senator that writes a book or writes a bill. And you go, that's the way it's going to be. Well, that's a human being with a vagina or a penis just like you. And you now decide that that little thing that didn't break the earth, that hasn't had a book that's been around for 2000 years, over 2000 years of human history and proven in its philosophy and its wisdom and, and its prophecy. To be more true than anything that a man writes in a legislature in Congress, but you follow them or some new author on New York Times bestsellers list who tells you or some new guru on television 
Don Lemon or Oprah Winfrey, and all of a sudden now you believe that. But well, that's a man. So don't get on me about believing something in a book. Everything you believe comes from somebody's book. So yeah, gay marriage, the Bible does not support it. And I've given my view to God. My view now is, is whatever his view is. I've taken on my father in heaven's view of things. My view on, on deception and lie and murder and thievery and honesty. I take God's view on those things. And God doesn't support it. Just because I want to do it doesn't make it right. Just because I feel it doesn't mean it's right. Feel a lot of things that aren't right. Want to do a lot of things that aren't right. But the moral that controls me is not my own, else I do whatever I want. And maybe that's you. But I don't choose to do whatever I want. I can't. I'll be on a penalty in California to do whatever I want, which is why there's rules posted on the freeway. That's why when you go into the store, you got to be six feet distance. Those are rules a man wrote, but you obey them. But for some reason, God has a rule and you feel that's the one that you can obfuscate. No. No. God does not support gay marriage. He supports marriage between a man and a woman. If you want to do that because some man says it's right, you can do that in California. You can't do that in Iraq. You can't do that in Zimbabwe or Nigeria. You can't do that in Russia. So go wherever it is you want to go to do and live like you want to live, and that's fine. But as for me and my house, we're going to serve God, and that's what we do, and that's fine. And I will say this. It's God's view, not my view or your view. It's God's view. And here's the last thing I'll say. God has given every man, like he did in the Garden of Eden, a right to break the law. He told Adam and Eve how he wanted it to go, what he expected and wanted from them, and they did whatever they wanted to do. You've told your friends what you want them to do, and they've cheated or lied to you or undergirded your, your contract or, or, or your deal, went behind your back and stole your girl or stole your wills. They've done whatever they want to do on the heels of their own will or dispensation. Same thing in life. God gives you that right to do exactly what you do to other people and they do to you. You can do that to him. You can do that to a country. You can do that to a, a business partner. What is it? Break a law, break a rule, break an agreement. Break your lease, all kinds of things. Get a credit card and don't pay the bill. All kinds of things we do because we choose to either stick to the rule that we've agreed to or not. But you're all free to break that law. The cop that put his knee on that man's neck broke the rules. The man that just shot those boys at that, that couple at the plant somewhere in, where was that, in Ohio, broke the rules. The 20 people shot in Chicago last weekend, somebody broke the rules. Rules are broken all the time. You get to choose to break a rule or live by one. I hope you choose a righteous rule to live by because not all rules are equal and definitely not all people are righteous. So the idea is, who are you going to serve? You want to serve yourself just because you feel it? Or is that the best thing to do? I want candy, but it's bad for my teeth. I think I'm going to have some broccoli tonight. I'd love to have the ice cream, but I don't want the diabetes that comes after it. It's a choice you make in life. Just because a man tells you in a country that something's okay to do doesn't make it right. Because he says it's wrong doesn't make it wrong. 
You've got to find out a higher value and a higher system as God designed it. They said abortion is right, but it's eugenics. It kills more black babies than anything. And it was designed to kill black babies. The truth will set you free. Don't live in this just because you want something doesn't mean you should have it. Just because you want to do something doesn't mean you should do it. Just because you want to say something doesn't need to be said. Might be best kept in your head. Live life to your higher self, not your lower self. But God gives you the freedom, the freedom to give him the middle finger. He gives you the freedom to say yes, Lord, or no, Lord. He gives you the freedom to say, I'll do as I will, which is the law of Satan. The only law. Do as thy will. So you can do as you will. I choose to do as he wills. I do not put my faith in the hands of men. I wasn't waiting for a congressman, a senator, a president, or a Supreme Court justice to tell me what's right. I talk to my God, my Heavenly Father. He talks to me about me, my weaknesses, my sins, my failings, my shortcomings. I have to answer to him before I ever answer to any of you or any senator, any preacher. Get your mind in line and order. Stop following the crowd. I hope this helped.